0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode on the Everyday Joy podcast. Hey, if you haven't already, please do follow the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. But also, go ahead and leave a five-star written review. As we head towards the 50-episode mark, I'm hoping we can get 100 five-star reviews. That would be amazing. Right now, though, let's get into today's verse
1: have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives tales rather train yourself to be godly that's from the niv one timothy 4:7. seven i've got
0: jackie once again here in studio with me jackie so good to have you hey joy so good to be back We've got
1: Easter coming up around the corner. Do you have any big plans? Any big plans? No, I know Easter's a big camping weekend for a lot of people. They sort of sign off the end of summer with camping.
0: Are you part of of the camping people people troop?
1: No. No, I am not. (laughs) Camping is a (laughs) three-star motel. Like... (laughs)
0: I'd rather stay at home. See, I want to go camping, but I feel like camping is very much a lifestyle. And it's sort of something you grow up with. I feel like a lot of people who do camping, it's because their parents went camping. And let me tell you, like my parents did not move from India
1: to New Zealand at the time to go sleep in tents. (laughs) (laughs) Well, funnily enough, I grew up going camping. We went camping a lot when I was growing up. Yeah. But when I became a mum, camping just became... Another way of doing everything I had to do at home, but with more dirt. Uh, which
0: makes sense. <laughs> so it
1: kind of, kind of like put me off a little bit. So
0: the one thing I can say about your Easter plans for sure is anything but camping. Anything
1: but camping. Yeah. There'll be we do new pajamas in our household for really? Easter. Yeah, everybody gets pajamas. Um, this year we have gone the full hog. The family matching. Peter Rabbit pyjamas. Wow. So, yeah, looking forward to that. When did you order those? Um, Because you would have had to plan those in advance if you're doing the whole family. Yeah. So, my daughter actually, a couple of weeks back, says, mum, right, we're going shopping this week. We're getting our Easter jammies. (laughs) I was like, I started something there, didn't I? (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, today's verse, we're taking a look at
0: 1 Timothy 4, 7. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself to be godly. What are your first impressions of this one, Jack?
1: Um, look, I think it's basically saying don't believe everything you hear, everything you read, everything you see. Um, you know, and including your own thoughts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and yeah.
1: you can do better. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think as well, I'm not for me personally, the, the and the wives tales, I, I think I don't really connect so much with that part of it, but the bit that really jumps out with me is the training yourself to be godly. Like it kind of blows my mind that this is a skill that yeah. you can develop. That yeah. you're not born godly, or you, some people are like some people are like naturally just more patient and more forgiving. But if you're not, hey, all hope isn't lost. You can train yourself in those areas, which I find really encouraging. Um, what would you say this
1: verse tells you about God? I think it's again that he he wants us to be like him, to be godly. Like earlier in Timothy, he's actually saying that the reason why you know you don't listen to these godless myths and old wives tales is because it doesn't help you live a life of faith. Um, That's the consequence of of not doing this. Um, And the purpose in the instruction says in verse five, that all believers would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience and genuine faith. Mm. So again, we're we're back to love again, um, which sums up God and his message perfectly yeah. um, again really good message for Easter coming up um, but I think it just basically says would you be like me would you treat others well would you you know, you know don't listen to everything you hear don't believe everything you see you know even when it's your own thoughts sometimes be like me Mm.
0: and it's true it's it's so true because yes um, we don't really use the words godless myths and wives tales in this day and age but fake news yeah <laughs> Those social media posts says, did you know that nine out of 14 people and it's so compelling yeah and yeah. you don't really question the thing because it looks official sounds official smells official it yeah. must be official right be- official but uh, yeah I love that this Bible verse is so applicable for today because it's God's same heart saying, hey, be really careful what you allow to govern your life and make sure that it
1: is the truth. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, I remember when, um, you know, I was a very new Christian and I honestly believed like if you had asked me, I would have sworn by it, but that God saw me as one of the workers so he could ask me to do something and I'd just be one of the good little worker bees that, you know, trotted out and did what he'd asked me to do no no glory in it, no reward, no extra love, no nothing. That was just how I was built. Mm. And that's so not you know, what he sees for any of us. Um, I think he looks at every single one of us and says, no, I love you. I, I want you to be godly. I want you to be more like me. I want you to take that out into the world and I want it to be better. But I love you with my whole heart mm. um, and none of you. Uh, anything just we're all special we're all you know really genuinely loved for who we are by God yeah and that's a real privilege that each of us have you me you listening
0: right now that God just doesn't want us to help Mm. tick off a list of some cosmic plan that he has but actually we are Um, in communion with him we get to be a part of the story we get to be godly we get to connect with him have a relationship with him which again is a huge part of what easter is all about Um, also if you want to know more about jackie's story of how she became a christian in those earlier days you can listen to episode 16 where we talked about that a lot but jackie
1: do you have any final thoughts or ideas summarizing today's thoughts i think it is just to to be godly and that's so simple but test you know test what you hear test what you say against the word of god go back into your you know go back into the bible what does the bible say what does god say what does jesus say in the new testament about what i'm what i'm going through or something that i have a suspicion might be a false belief what does mm. he say and how can i change that how can i be more godly in that moment
0: When you were little, were you also told you had to bow your head and close your eyes when you prayed? Well, I grew up in a household where that was the posture of prayer. There was no other way. I really struggled with this. I mean, I am a creative through and through. I struggle to sit still. My brain is just bursting with ideas. And I really struggled to close my eyes. Although this really helps some people with not getting distracted while they pray, it's actually not mentioned in the Bible as the right way to pray in apostrophes. But when I was younger, I didn't know that. I guess in some ways that was a little bit of a wives' tale. It was a little bit of a half-truth that I just allowed to govern my life. Up until I was 18 years old, I remember I was part of the prayer team at church and after the church service they would ask if anybody wanted prayer they could come up the front and I would be part of the team who would pray for someone. One of the first things we were told was that we should not close our eyes when we pray for someone because we need to be aware of their body language. We need to be understanding how they are posturing themselves and that would give us information as to how intensely we could pray for them or how gentle we needed to be. Honestly, when I first heard that, I was thinking, I am in big trouble (laughs) if I do not close my eyes. But then I realized that this wasn't entirely true. It changed everything when I began to pray with my eyes open. Since then I have been praying while I'm driving to work, doing the dishes, it's honestly completely freed me. But I did have to do my own digging, do my own research and come to a place where I felt I knew the right path for me. The bottom line is that we do need to understand that these half-truths or influencer perspectives or superstitious ideas, they really can create serious division. They can ultimately pull us away from God. And so we need to be so careful that what we allow to shape our life is truth. But if we find something that's, well, a wives' tale or not entirely God's truth on a subject, well, we need to do what 1 Timothy 4, 7 says. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives' tales. Rather, train yourself yourself. To be godly. So, today's application on the Everyday Joy podcast is simply to ask yourself Is there something in your life that you've just taken on as law, but isn't necessarily in God's word? Are there some customs, some traditions, some thought patterns you need to challenge today? It's an open ended question, it's an open ended conversation, and there's always room to grow. The number one step, though, is inviting God into the process. You never know what He might reveal to you. Well, that wraps up today's episode on the Everyday Joy podcast. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's episode, and I hope you can join me then.